All right. So first order of business, the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. What was your, because we were in the, in the uh, group chat that I just sporadically just made in like an hour. And then I didn't expect anybody yeah. to be like, you know, oh my God, like, yeah, like, you know, yeah, throw me in there. I'm like, oh, okay, shoot. Okay, let me throw you in there. Throw you. So <laughs> I, that was a very chaotic, but also very hilarious group chat. And I want to do that every year. Um, so I was, uh, yeah. I wish I wish the the Met Gala was twice a year because we can do that twice a year. It'd be amazing. Maybe we'll do it for Fashion Week, but I don't know how much everybody is yeah. up to date on Fashion Week um, in September. But who is your favorite? I think you told me already, but just for the podcast, who is your favorite uh, Met Gala fit? Or give me three. Give me three. Whoa. All right, cool. Um, yeah, give me three of your favorite Matt, Matt Gallup fits. Emma Chamberlain took it. Thank I you. Her. Thank um, you. That fit was yeah. amazing. Yeah, she she really ate down with that one. Um oh, okay. Um, let's see. I liked I like Vanessa Hudgens. Hers okay. is also really pretty, really mm-hmm. nice. I mean, I didn't have a <laughs> just because a lot of them didn't fit the theme. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. I think I lost you again. Hold on. <laughs> I forgot. I for- I forgot that Mercury is in retrograde, so that's why we're going to have so much sense. Yeah. Like I don't understand that. I'm still learning that I have an astrology plug. I'm going to get her on the podcast again so she can explain for the 18th yes. time what Mercury and retrograde means. Um, but yeah. So, all right. So who was the worst uh, outfit at the Met for you? Oh my gosh. Um I mean, like, I didn't like Bad Bunnies at all. I <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the ironing board. <laughs> like, it was just very much like, who let you wear that? And mm-hmm. why did they think that that was okay, you know? Yeah. Um, I was really let down by the Bridgerton cast, to be honest, just because it's like, yeah, guys, get it yeah, together. This is this like was- y'all's. Theme. This was your theme. This was your era. This is, yeah, y'all were supposed to represent. I know. And then here comes in the Duke with like velvet. And I'm like, I've seen that before. That's boring. Yeah, like, exactly. You do that every time. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, I don't think, I don't think anybody that I saw except for like Doja Cat, Lady Gaga, and then like maybe like three or like a handful of the people actually understood the assignment for the Met Gala. I mean, and again, like we all voted that Gigi's was one of the worst or just, it didn't fit like the entire theme, but I was like, I went back and I was like, that's still a crazy fit. Like her fit was still amazing, but it was like, like, not for today. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, I was like, I don't know. And then there was like a bunch of people doing like this underwater sea creature, future, futuristic, 
you yeah. know and it was and like I, whoa that's <laughs> very far <laughs> we're not doing aquarium get it together oh my god <laughs> It's like now, like I'm actually doing more, you know, study on it and like learning about fashion for myself. Yeah. It's like understanding like, okay, like it's, it's having a conversation using an outfit, you know, mm-hmm. and like not, and a lot of us don't think about what we wear every day and that what we're wearing represents us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And what we're trying to say with the clothes that we're wearing, which is very, very interesting. Like a lot of people don't think like that. So do you think like that? Do you, do you wake up and go like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to wear this. This is how I feel today. This is, you know, how do you, how do you put together an outfit? Cause I already know based off of that shirt, you, you already know, you already know what you're doing half the time. <laughs> um, well, thanks. Yes. Um, I think that it just depends on where I'm going and the message that I'm trying to Mm. like give out you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um because like for i i dress the way that i want people to treat me in certain Mm. scenarios i guess okay so like at work i will dress up a little more than Mm -hmm. everybody else because Mm -hmm. i'm trying to send that message that even though like yeah i'm younger like Mm. i'm professional exactly you know yeah yeah but like whereas when i'm out with my friends i'll dress down a little more or like um show a little more because I'm like, okay, well, I want people to know that like, I'm not like some stuck up, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm free. I'm fun and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So we come from very similar <laughs> religious backgrounds. What? Very, very, you know, just, just a little bit. I actually remember the day you got baptized um crazy yes i remember you were sitting down you were sitting in the thing and you know you were you know being asked seventy five thousand questions and i remember what stuck out to me about you was i was like the way you you the way you carried yourself and the way that you spoke and i was like oh no she's like she's like 75 years old like there's no way you know like you just had that awareness and then i also heard like a lot of the conviction 
not necessarily religious conviction, but just the conviction of who you are in your voice. And that's why I was like, okay, now I gotta get behind. I gotta get behind her, whatever she's doing. We have to support her and protect her in every way, shape or form. And then, you know, 2020 kicked off. And I think that's when you just emerged. <laughs> yeah, you just, <laughs> to say you the just, least. <laughs> you, just, you just emerged into this beast of a person. And you know, what's so funny was that there was a point where I got tired of posting everything. And I got tired of talking. And then I saw you going like extremely hard on certain <laughs> topics. And I was like, oh man, this is awesome. Um, just because, you know, it's just because you have somebody else that like thinks the same way as you. Do you think now that as you are coming into yourself and you're growing into your own person that, um, you know, you're seeing a difference between where we've come from and the people that we've been around versus who you are you know what i'm saying do you see that do you mm -hmm. feel that difference absolutely yeah yeah just because like um obviously not not name dropping or anything yeah yeah like, i got you i got you i just think it's like um a lot of the times people infatuate um themselves in the whole like relationship in the church and mm -hmm. um, want to serve the church and want to serve the people in the church and want to support the pastor, but get so caught up in it that like, mm. even though they are doing things for the church, it's not for God. Mm. Wow. You know? Yeah. I'm glad that you got that now. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause it's like, it's, I, it would always be crazy to me because like I would think about mission trips and I was like, Oh, those are amazing. Like, obviously, yeah. If you want to go on a mission trip, go do that. But like, there's also people in your backyard that need help. Mm -hmm. Also people in your city. So mm -hmm. it's just like the willingness of actually letting God use you as opposed to like, Oh, well I'm doing this for church. So technically it's, mm -hmm. it's for God. Tech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's Absolutely. like, those things are not two in the same. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you, I know you've seen the, obviously the news, it's like clockwork every day. Um, yeah. You know, with, I'll start with the, uh, I'll start with the abortion thing. Yeah. And I know for you, I know you've spoken a lot on it, but you're also very big on, you know, women and empowering mm -hmm. women and also, you know, the, you know, just the right that a woman has to the body that she's been given and stuff like that. Won't get too deep on that. Cause I did that on the last episode, but I would like to hear your position on that for starters. Um, I believe that in like taking religion out of it because ahead, again, yeah. not everyone, not everyone is a Christian or religious or anything. I think that when you start mixing religion with politics, it gets very dangerous. Agreed. We, we both Especially, have been very yeah. big. <laughs> Especially because like, it's not a theocracy. Mm -hmm. So it's very, um, it's very difficult for me sometimes to like watch the news and stuff like that, just because by mixing those things in a country where not everyone believes the same as you, mm. it's, 
I think it's kind of wrong. Yeah. Um, just because it should be a choice because mm-hmm. God gave everyone the choice to follow him or not. Jesus never came into the room, like trying to convict people and condemn them and all that stuff. Like yeah. he just came in and he's like, for those of you who want to follow me, follow me. Those of you who don't, don't like, mm. so that's kind of how I see it. Um, yeah. people, a lot of people are like, well, you're a Christian, so you need to be pro-life. And it's like, yeah how can I be like pro-life when the things that a lot of pro-life people do are cast judgment and shame among amongst people who have abortions, you know, like that's Mm -hmm. not, that's not right. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Has your, or how has your, um, your relationship with God changed, you know, since I would say 2020, and then moving forward, do you feel like there's been a difference? Actually, yeah. Like, how, do you feel like there's been a difference in the change in the way that you view, you know, people in church, the way you view God, the way you view the world, all those different things since I saw you getting baptized in that water? Because that was literally, I think it was what, 2018? I think. 20, 20. Yeah, yeah. 2018 or 2019. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. has you, have, has, has, Talk about that change, if there has been a change. Yeah, there definitely Because I've been taking myself out of the um, the strictness and all of that stuff of following religion as opposed to following God. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I was stuck in before. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if I'm a Christian, I do this. If I'm a Christian, I do that. And it's like, but if I have a relationship with God, I don't have to prove that I'm doing any of these things to other people. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's definitely been a lot more real. Like I, it's not like, Oh, I'm praying to some, some person that I hope is there. Like mm-hmm. it's more mm-hmm. of like, I, I know, and I'm aware and I can have conversations just like how I'm converse, conversating with you. So. Exactly.
found God in like, you know, outside of the church, have you found God in like specific things? Because God speaks, I believe that God speaks in different ways. And also, you know, you can find him in different, even in different people and in different, like, you know, places, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's a very narrow minded and kind of like a very ignorant idea of thinking that God is only in one specific place or you can only commune with him in one specific, you know, facet. So for you, have you, you know, have you, um, where have you found God since all the stuff that's been going on? Because obviously the stuff that we've experienced in the last couple of years took a toll and now we're trying to figure out what to do and who we are and who God is and where he's at and where he's not. You know, so where have you found God? Um, I found God in um, recently in the people that have been coming into my life um, mm-hmm. because that was a prayer of mine because I knew a lot of the people that I knew before were like either fake or like, you know, like mm-hmm. they're not into the whole like God thing. And like, there's nothing wrong with having friends that don't believe in the same thing as you. But like Agreed. for my close circle, mm-hmm. I would like prefer to have people that sort of think the same so that they can actually give me advice that's um that will benefit me yeah and stuff so definitely in the people that have been in my life recently just because like sometimes they'll say things and they won't know like what's going on Mm. with Mm -hmm. me and stuff but like it hits me and I'm like that's Mm. crazy like that's wild you know exactly yeah that's good that's good so when we did the 25 questions the last question you had an all you know black (laughs) table um you know you pick five people that you want to have dinner with and you you know you had a you had a good spread of people which is really good um so I would love to hear from you you know what does it mean for you to be black in America and also for you to be a black woman in America and what you've learned in the last couple of years about, you know, about that, because I feel like that has been tested and I feel like that's been tried um, the last couple of years. And then also with, with the thing that just recently happened in Buffalo, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Talk about your experience with that. Um, Well, it's definitely taken me a while to learn to, love myself, love my skin, love my heritage, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like, you know, growing up in the South and I went to a predominantly white school mm-hmm. um, from like fourth grade to graduation. So yeah. it was very much, um, it was very difficult for me mm-hmm. just because I was trying to fit in and like mm-hmm. not liking who I was. And I was just yes. like, oh man, like, yeah if only I was white you know <laughs> so, wow yeah 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 no like it got to that point and then um I feel like once COVID hit and like I took a gap semester and I just really sat there and was learning who I was for the mm-hmm. first time which mm-hmm. is weird because you think like growing up like oh I know who I am and it's like surprise no yeah. you don't. <laughs> so, yeah yeah um it definitely took a while for me to finally like appreciate myself mm, mm-hmm. and everything and um, appreciate God in that way. Like yeah. he, he knew what he was doing. He didn't just like, mm, let me just random pick like, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. it was that um, about being a black woman in America. I mean, recently it's been very interesting just mm. because 
I never saw it like that before. Mm -hmm. Just because I guess when you're so focused about trying to be someone you're not, you don't really think about the um, hardships that people that look like you Mm -hmm. face when Mm -hmm. you're worried about trying to copy someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And just because it wasn't being like publicized as much, I never really knew like how bad it was just because Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, like it's not that bad. Like, yeah, it's fine. And then all of this stuff like started surfacing and I was like, yo, (laughs) (laughs) that's not very cool. Like, Mm -hmm, okay. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely taken a toll on like how I view things like law enforcement and stuff um mm. just because like it's like i i don't want to get too into that just because you're you good know, yeah but, yeah um i feel like like i mean you've heard it all over like silence is compliance and that's just mm-hmm. that's kind of how i see it um mm-hmm. just because you know if you're if you're able to hoot and holler at a ball game you should be able to support people that you say you're friends with mm-hmm. yeah so, Agree, agree. Um, have you, yeah, have you had to? Um, I mean, you 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 probably definitely had to within the you know, recently, you know, had to forgive people that you you even know, um, and you know, forgive them for the things that they did intentionally or the things that they didn't that or that they did do unintentionally that they didn't know what they were doing when it came to topics like these, um. Yeah, talk about that, like, you know, that level of forgiveness and understanding and grace that you have to have for people that look like you, but also don't look like you, whether that be, you know, Christian and black or, you know, you know, Christian and white, whatever it is, whatever mix or combination you want to put. I know you've definitely have felt that. So, you know, have you had to go through and like forgive people and had to, you know, you know, work through that? Yeah, definitely. Um, I, that was like my biggest prayer for like these past two years, help me not to judge judgmental people Mm, mm -hmm. and help me to forgive people who I don't think deserve forgiveness. That's really good. Yeah. And because it's not about me and whether I think that they're forgivable or not, because at the end of the day, they're going to make the decision they want to do, but it's up to me to free myself from that. Mm-hmm. So um, I've definitely had to, you know, forgive people for either not saying anything at all or mm-hmm. saying a lot of mm-hmm. stuff that was just like wrong. Yeah. Um, just because like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, a lot of people like to say like, oh, they try and make it about politics, but it's a lot bigger than that. Mm, mm-hmm. It's a lot bigger than that. So when people are like, oh, well, you can't be friends with me because I'm Republican. And it's like, that's not the issue. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's not your party that I have an issue with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's just a lot. Um, having to learn how to separate myself from people when I, I know that the energy that they're putting out is not good for me. Mm-hmm. And I know that I like, I know my limits and I, mm-hmm. I know my breaking points and yeah. I don't want to ever get out of character. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well let me just distance myself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Cause yeah. Um, I mean, not everyone that enters your life 
um, is meant to be there the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're there to either teach you something mm-hmm. or to grow with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, no, that's good. And with your, cause I already can tell even with the way that you talk, which is why I brought you on here is that you definitely have an awareness that most people I feel like don't have, you know, and especially people within our age range ranges, yeah. it's like, they don't have that awareness. And I mean, for, you know, to make it really super hippy dippy and spiritual, it's just enlightenment, you know, and just that gift of just perception. So have you felt, you know, have you felt a little or at all, you know, withdrawn or even like alone at times with just the way that you think. And like you talked about, you know, in the, in the questions out, you know, you can be very emotional. Like, obviously I've, you know, I'm just by talking to you, I can tell like you definitely can channel that and you have a huge, you know, empathic gift for people. Um, so I feel like that can make you feel or make, or make, yeah, make you feel very lonely, but also can make, you know, people in, in a way misunderstand you. Like, am I, am I hitting the, the, the nail on the head or, you know, cause I feel yeah. that, you know, so have you felt like, you know, a little bit different from people around you or, you know, or a little bit alone or, you know, talk to me about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I felt like a little different just because like you said, not a lot of people, um, allow themselves to be open and just really take things for what they are, not what people tell you they are mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so um I mean it's definitely like I have to like I guess that's another thing that a lot of people don't have to think about like I have to think about mm. um the type of conversations I'm gonna have wow. with people mm-hmm. and with who mm-hmm. and like I need to feel out the situation that's why being observant and paying attention to like how people say things or like even their intonations when they bring up certain things that allows me to know like okay, I'm safe to talk about this with this person wow. or maybe yeah. let's not have that conversation because mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. ready for it and I don't wow. think I can handle their backlash, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, that is insane. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's a lot of like internal, like, okay, like scanning them, like, you know? That's, but, ex- that's exactly why I asked you that question because it's the hyper-focus and the hyper-sensitivity that you have, um, And when you bring that in certain conversations in a way, what you're doing in a sense is like, like in a way I, I, I'm very weird, but I think like in a way, like you're spiritually and, you know, metaphysically, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) it's almost like (laughs) your hands are on the conversation and you're feeling the conversation out with, you know, with your energy, with your spirit, you know, with everything that you are, you're feeling the conversation out. And, you know, you feel the areas that are too, you know, rough. You feel the areas that are smooth enough to, to talk about. You feel them, you know, it's almost, it's, it's almost like, I mean, I've never massaged anybody, but it's almost like, you know, giving some, <laughs> like giving a massage and it's like, okay, there's a knot here. There's a knot there. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is, I can work with this, you know, but it's having the discernment spirit, you know, Christian term, and then, you know, having the awareness of, you know, where I can go in conversations, who I can talk to about this, who I can open up to, who's coming to me with this. I feel like also it's not just like a spiritual thing. I just also feel like it's a cultural thing for us as well Mm -hmm. that we have had to learn. But I also think that our parents taught us that, you know, of like, 
be careful who you talk to, be careful who you yeah. open up to, watch who you give your information to, you know, like all those different things, because we've learned, you know, through trial and error, like what happens when we can be very vulnerable with the wrong people. Yeah. And it's just like touching on that, like growing mm-hmm. up and stuff. I would never understand that. Mm. I would never understand like, I'm still well, that. Yeah. why can't, yeah. <laughs> why mm-hmm. can't I talk about this to my friends or why can't mm-hmm. I share this hardship that I'm having with them? And it's like, not everybody was built to handle the stuff that you go through. Mm. So like wow. you're going yeah. through it for a reason. Not yeah. everyone can handle that. Number one. <laughs> yeah. So, that's yeah. really good. I'm glad you you got that. You're getting that now. That like that's yeah. huge because you know, that's something I've had to learn. I'm still learning that now mm-hmm. of like, you know, not everybody is built like you, you know? And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's just, you know, everybody goes through what they have to go through and the time that they have to go through it. But for you, you know, especially if you, if you are, you know, a believer in Christ, if you're a believer in Jesus, you know, like that's a lonely road. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he talks about that, you know, you know, it's, it's a very lonely road and it's a very lonely place. Um, And especially when you've gone through certain things, you know, that's why like, it was good to hear from you and it was good to hear from other people in, you know, in 2020 that, you know, understood, like, you know, I'm not the only person that's feeling this, you know, and it's so much so that I have to do something about it and I have to say something about it.
I love the fact that you have that awareness now and that you're taking that with you and you're going to be better off than even me, you know, and even like, you know, people that are a lot older than you, because a lot of us don't, we haven't, we're still learning that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it like takes time. Obviously we had a lot of downtime during quarantine. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Just reading everybody, just paying attention, just feeling everything. Exactly. Because I feel like now I'm at the point where like, like I said, like I'm able to like read people very well and Mm -hmm. pick up their intentions almost instantaneously. So it's like, I know what I can touch on, what I can share. Mm -hmm. Like if my, if I feel, if I can trust you, then like that's big because like I read people very well now. Mm -hmm. That's really, really good. So last question. Um, Mm -hmm. Heavy question. I have to ask everybody this question because it's the theme of the entire podcast. So I have to ask you this question and you can, you have the floor. Um, This whole thing, this whole season, I wanted to make it intentional about becoming and just that idea of becoming. And obviously we've touched on like, you know, the pain that you've gone through and the things that you have gone through, you know, personally in your own life that maybe not even everybody knows about. And that's for you but also the lessons that you've learned and the things that you are enjoying about yourself and the, and the people around you. Coming, what does it look like for Sarah right now in this space in your life? Who are you becoming, and where are you? Where what? Where, where do you feel like you're going? Uh, that is a very deep question. Oh yeah, um, shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't expect um, anything less? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm becoming. I am becoming Sarah. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. even completely there. Mm-hmm. That's. Um, I'm learning myself. I'm learning how to set boundaries, Mm. learning how to, you know, um, separate myself healthily, healthily from Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm learning to trust Mm. and to trust myself and know that, Mm. yeah, trust my own instincts and know that, you know, sometimes Mm. God speaks to you through you so it's kind of hard to come on yeah 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 um learning that not everything i want is good for me yeah that we could do a whole episode on that oh my god yeah go go ahead keep going keep going sheesh yeah um Mm -hmm. 
I'm learning that, you know, people, people will disappoint you. Even the people that love you will disappoint Mm -hmm. you, but Mm -hmm. you know, being forgiving and having to pray to God to want to forgive them. Yeah. Um, I'm also learning that I'm a lot more, I guess, a lot more spiritually inclined than I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just because I don't know, because growing up people like they try and tell you now, like, Oh, you're never too young for God to use you. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up, you're like, yeah, I am kind of young. So I don't know about that one. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, I'm learning how to, channel my passion into positivity and Mm. finding that fine line between trying to positively um, impact someone as opposed to coming off aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a hard Um, one. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a very hard Um, one. Because people can mistake your passion for anger and aggression and mm-hmm. confrontation and it's not that it's just that you're you care that's literally yeah. the basis of why you are coming off the way that you are but we also have to understand how we come off you know yeah and then come back and then you know we make a mess and then we clean up <laughs> clean it up later <laughs> yeah because i mean like passion it's um we were talking about this the other day i talked about it with um, my pastor and he was saying that passion is something that you're willing to suffer for. And mm-hmm. the reason why they called that movie Passion of the Christ, it's not because like, oh, yay, God loves us. Like, mm. it's like hitting that deeper thing. Like, no, you don't understand. Like, he is so passionate about us that he is he was willing to suffer and mm-hmm. die, you know? So it's just like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hitting that like, okay, well. But it's also to be careful about like finding out what you're truly passionate about too. Exactly. Because and your purpose, because you don't want to be giving your whole life to something mm-hmm. that you weren't even meant to do. Exactly. That you're dying on a, dying on a hill that you were never meant to die on. Exactly. Exactly. 